to me. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. WSRadio.com. Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com. Welcome to Heart Empowered Women Radio with your host, Clarice Connolly. Hello, and I am your host, Clarice Connolly. Thank you so much for tuning in again. I am so excited to be here. I'm so excited to share some truths, share some wisdom and some knowledge as I learn. It's kind of this like learn, turn, and teach. So I'm hoping to kind of really drop in some more knowledge today and give you an opportunity to kind of look at things in a different lens and try on, you know, a little awareness and create some possibility and shift in in perspective. And today we're kind of almost like flying by the seat of our pants. We have this idea of it's kind of dropped in our pants, our pants, (laughs) dropped in our lap yesterday evening. And, uh, you know, we chewed on it last night and slept on it and here we are. So, um, with me, you may have heard the little giggles, is yours truly, Shaleen. Welcome back. Thanks. We so have, nice to be here. We have such a wonderful, like, organic little dynamic. So I just was like, hey, man, while you're still in town, let's make this happen. I know. I'm hoping. I, like, really just want to get Forever. a I'm just going to have her call in. Home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just, I'm here. You guys can't Yay. get rid of me. Awesome. So today, uh, we're going to switch up the style even. Right? Are you ready for this? Are you ready? Uh, we're going to talk about reactions, resistance, triggers, and projections. And, you know, I kind of have this feeling like maybe maybe we haven't distinguished them before. Maybe you haven't stopped to kind of be like, why, why is this happening? What is a projection? It, it's, maybe it's not in your vocabulary. Maybe triggers aren't something that you kind of consider. You know when you're triggered. Maybe the word isn't what you associate it with. Or maybe you don't know what happens in that inside of that. So we're really just going to kind of spend each segment focusing on each piece. And so the first piece I really want to jump into this segment is reactions. So the question just kind of becomes like, what is your experience or what is your definition of reaction? Well, I feel like for me personally, when I react to something, um, usually it's like super quick. A lot of times I'm kind of like judgmental or angry or mm-hmm. um, I think when you or when I react from something, it's kind of something that throws me off my center. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's mm-hmm. like something that makes me feel uncomfortable or angry or sad or whatever. And I, I'm reacting to mm-hmm. whatever that is. Mm-hmm. What about for you? Yeah, I think reaction for me kind of becomes this like impulsive or like subconscious. I guess I almost want to say action or subconscious like way that I retaliate. And it really kind of comes from this that lizard part of your brain where there's no logic in it. There's no rationalization. It's just kind of the survival part of your brain and so when I think of reactions it's like you don't even pause you don't even hesitate it's so immediate it's so hardwired it's like 
what you know to do when this happens. It's like if X happens and X is like, you know, anger's thrown at you, and then you become like you know to do Y so that you can get Z. Like, you know, it's like really when you put it down in like I almost want to say like caveman, th- you know, symbolism. Is that a word? I just made that up. Caveman. If you simplify it. <laughs> caveman symbolism. Yeah. It's, you heard it here first. It's going to be a thing. Urban Dictionary. Look out. So, you know, it's like really when you break it down, it's just like your subconscious way of keeping you safe and protecting you. And so you really just have this automatic way to show up that, you know, does protects you. And I guess it's kind of like, you know, really just sitting down, like, how do you define reaction? Like, it feels so nebulous. Like, it's like, I can tell you I react or when I'm reactive. It's like not in my highest. It's from my survival mechanism. It's maybe like something ugly, you know, like I always think of um, like when you when you assume or when you start to assume, it's like the tip of the iceberg. If you assume something, it totally puts you in this reactive state. It's it's like a defense mechanism or mm. reflex or uh, we said last night it's like a knee jerk reaction. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean it's mm-hmm. interesting, but I mean really, I, the the meat and potatoes of all of this is um, what is this emotional response trying to tell us? Like wh- what's really mm-hmm. deeper and behind um, these kind of lizard brain impulse subconscious reactions and um for me you know i i think automatically it is it's a survival mechanism mm-hmm. it, it is mm-hmm. just that simple it's keeping us safe um you it's it's protection and and underneath that protection it's it's like what are we afraid of and fearful or or for me it's it's what's what needs aren't being met you know mm-hmm. like what am i reacting to i think that's huge that's like when there's a need not being met like that's what flares up this piece and it's it's really i can identify this as like the reaction is attached to a fear like a deep seated fear and, and like getting curious about what is that fear? What is that fear? And when you can kind of see that it's like this flag that's attached to a fear, you're just kind of like, Oh, okay, well let's get curious. Right. And maybe that's not in the moment where you're very reactive. You know, if you're lucky, you have someone to like shine or like mirror to you, like, Hey man, like you're being so reactive. Like what? Mm-hmm. What's going on underneath, mm-hmm. you know? And you don't always have that. You though. don't always have that. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, hey, next time you get reactive or you find yourself reacting to something in a negative way or whatever it is, right? Kind of like maybe take note of it or just sit with it or like when you get done, like cooling down and calming down, just kind of like bringing that curious mind, like mm-hmm. bringing like, dang, what was that about? Like what was I mm-hmm. really concerned about or what, you know, what was that fear like underneath it all? Do you have an example? I do. Go for it. <laughs> but you can, okay, okay. Um, so I've been finding recently that I am very reactive to people in um, selfish situations, mm-hmm. um, especially living in community right now. You know, we've got lots of little things that come up. But for me, when people don't do their part, when they don't, you know, pick up after themselves or just leave spaces cleaner than 
they found them, I have like this total thing that comes out of me that is like, oh, like I can't believe this person. And, and I like really react to it and can like feel that that's where what I was talking about earlier, like where my mm-hmm. anger kind of shows up. But really what that is, is that um, I don't feel supported and I'm worrying about people's selfishness because I don't have like the support within myself mm. that like I'm feeling emotionally supported or I'm worried by somebody else's selfish actions that it's almost like a form of abandonment. Like mm-hmm. they're not showing up for me. And so that's kind of where emotional Abandonment. Yeah, emotional abandonment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 100%. I think that for me, the way it shows up is like in relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's like when there's there's question of like a threat or like jealousy or like another individual in the picture, there becomes this like, you know, like reaction of like, Oh, t- oh! So you're with someone else? Oh, like oh, you're 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 dating someone else? Like oh, like can we, like the super like quick to attack or quick to like point fingers or quick to like you're cheating on me or quick to like, what did you you know it's this one and this and or that like what right and it's like really cool because when you get a chance to like realize like this isn't this person operating in, in his highest in their highest like they're actually coming from a reactive place. It's like what what's underneath it, right? And it's a very strong, very strong fear of abandonment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's like when you can actually like level up or like really just kind of have levity on the situation, you can actually get to see that it's like you can love this person underneath despite that and really notice like like what does this person need to feel safe? Mm -hmm. And if it's like a fear of abandonment, it's like how do you how do you meet that? Like, Mm -hmm. how do you show up and kind of be like, I'm not going anywhere Mm -hmm. and like continuously reassure because like the love becomes bigger and unconditional. Like it's always unconditional to be able to withstand like, Hey, like I see you and I can tell you're hurt. I can tell you're concerned and like the abandonment it's deep. Right. And the person isn't the fear of abandonment. The person is the love that's underneath it. So what would you say? Like, someone would need to feel safe in that situation to know that they're not their fear. Well, um, I mean, I think for me with the, with the reaction, it's, it's kind of practicing a pause, like not taking that impulse and that first reaction and really like taking a deep breath and saying, like what is really going on here? Yeah. Like what am I really feeling? Because I don't think, especially this being part of the lizard brain, that it's ever going to go away. Right, but that's it, the thing. It's it's like ingrained in us, but it's like how do I take a deep breath and not just like have an impulse right. to whatever is in front of me? And there's even that quote too: "What you resist pers- persists." Like if you're like, I hate this fear of abandonment. I hate that I have it. I hate that it's here. And then you're just like trying to resist it and control it. It's just like, like acknowledge that it's there, acknowledge the fear and like, how can you provide yourself your own safety? And so, you know, for listener, there's not a one size fits all. This is whatever you want it to be, but it's like, how can you make yourself feel safe inside of yourself? Is it just saying I am safe? I know this is an illusion. I know this is just a hurt part of me. And I know that I am loved and that I don't have to respond this way. So stay with that, find out out yours, try it on, and we'll get back to you for the next section.
Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. On the Internet, your business's reputation can be unjustly destroyed in an instant. Don't wait for that to happen. Building and marketing your five-star reputation can increase your business by as much as 19%. Take control of your reputation and have the five-star reputation you deserve with Reputation Marketing Solutions by DSI Development. Become the go-to company by visiting 5starrepmarketing.com. The number 5starrepmarketing.com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Has your business been appified? Are you tired of doing marketing that doesn't deliver results? Mobile apps build loyalty and quality retention. Your app from UPG Mobile puts your business on their mind and at their fingertips. UPG Mobile will give you a custom app highlighting how you are unique, targeting your message, and improving your open rates. Appify your business and amplify your presence with your customers at upgmobilemarketinggroup.com. In the military, things can change in an instant. The Navy Mutual Aid Association, we understand because it's our life too. That's why our dedication to serving the life insurance needs of our military veterans and their families is unrivaled. Navy Mutual offers superior life insurance protection without military service restrictions and limitations. A single focus on providing the peace of mind military families are looking for. That's what we do. Navy Mutual, ensuring those who serve. Call 800-628-6011 or go to NavyMutual.org. Talk to me. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. WSRadio.com Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome to Heart Empowered Women Radio with your host, Clarice Connolly. All right, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Heart Empowered Women Radio. I am yours truly, Clarice Connolly, and you're listening to the voice of the beautiful and great Shalene. Welcome. So the last episode we talked about, or segment, we talked about um, what is 
reactions? Like, how do you experience them? How do you define them? And this piece I'm thinking is about projections. I know this is probably not another word you use or maybe use often or maybe you've never thought of, but like, how would you describe projections? Mm, projections are one of my favorite. I don't do these ever. Um, projections are... I think of projections as like a mirrored effect, like what we were talking about earlier when I'm upset somebody's not doing dishes. That's an easy example. Um, for me, it's it's like what is that mirroring? Like what within mm. myself am I not looking at or finding annoyed with like what am I seeing in this other person? Because I, I think ultimately – when I'm feeling an emotion towards somebody else, especially something that's negative, but also something that, that is, you know, that I love about somebody, it's, it's oftentimes something that I do or don't like within me. Um, I also think that, you know, that that's kind of like a better way to sum that up would be like, what am I in denial about of what exists within me? Mm hmm. Yeah, I like that one. And then we kind of even talked about it um, yesterday as well. It's like if you had been cheated on by a boyfriend or girlfriend or like you decide that all men are cheaters or that all women are cheaters, right? You're projecting that just because one person cheated on you mm -hmm. that everyone's going to cheat on you. Mm -hmm. Um I mean, I mean, it could go as far as race. you you just don't like men. You, you know, it's like a gender. Yeah, you're projecting totally. onto an entire gender that they're all just like scum of the earth. And you could do race, right? Like because of one race or one person having done something to you that then you now no longer like the entire race or age, right? Or sex, you know, whatever it is, right? So that's like a way to project. Um, and what you're talking about just before we move on is actually like putting your past experiences on onto else. someone else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I I like that because that makes a little a little more like you can break it down and kind of like look at it. Because I was thinking for me, like one of my biggest triggers is like my mom and like the way that my mom would have something wrong and would be upset about something and you could feel her like energy, like she just sucked the energy out of the room and you could see it on her face and you'd be like, mom, what's wrong? Nothing. Right. So like anytime any women do that to me, I'm just like, Ugh! this like piece <laughs> of me just wants to like, you know, here we are again dealing with that thing that my mom does that I can't control. And it just like flares up this like you're helpless, you're a victim to it. You're, uh, you know, you're going to get treated like this. Here it comes. Brace yourself, you know. And so for me, it's like anytime like a, a woman is unwilling to express what's happening for her. I get so like irritated because it's just like this puts me back into my childhood of like not being able to fix my mom and save their marriage. And, and so that's like one of my biggest projections. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. you know, I get to catch myself when I'm like so irritated with someone. It's just like, it's not about them. It's actually because I can't control it. I can't do anything about it. I can't save them. I can't fix the situation. And that's like kind of the, for me, like what's underneath that. Because it's never actually about the projection. Right. It's never actually about 
what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. You kind of look at like there's a, like a hurt little kid at the end of that string that's like tugging on like I don't I don't like this feeling. This this reminds me of my childhood. Like me get up, you know. Mm-hmm. And and that's you know ultimately I feel like the reason projections exist. Mm-hmm. They're another form of self defense. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's giving you that caution sign. It's pumping the brakes to kind of like, hey, 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 this looks really familiar. This is this is how, how it's gone when you were a kid. Don't, don't like back up now, like throw, mm-hmm. throw it mm-hmm. in reverse. You know, like we know what's coming and it's serve you like it's served you. It's why it's there. It's efficient and elaborate. But at the same time, you don't actually get to look behind the projection. Like you don't actually get to look at what's underneath it. And actually face like the shadows and face like those dark pieces because that's how you actually heal them is by looking at them and kind of noticing like, okay, I have unresolved issues with my mom and they're not going to get resolved unless I face them. And if I keep using these projections as shields and not actually taking the time to like heal that piece, it's always going to be there. And I think a lot of time with projections, they keep coming up, you know, Mm -hmm. it's they're Mm -hmm. they're very much so cycles and um things that will circle back around and you know you'll keep having kind of that um reaction to different situations you get yourself into and I I really look at them as my teachers I mean Mm -hmm. I I think of Mm -hmm. a lot of the things that we're talking about this is the one that I I like and look for and it's really easy for me to dive into project projections Mm -hmm. because um I I see myself and and other people Mm -hmm. or I see what's going on and want to learn from it and and so a lot of it is um you know just like you were just saying like looking at those lessons looking for the patterns looking Mm -hmm. at things that kind of bring up these uncomfortable feelings and then like diving into them and Mm -hmm. like asking yourself the bigger questions um and within that I think some of it really comes down to um self-forgiveness like projections ultimately create this space for um self-forgiveness and that creates self-healing yeah and when you say self-forgiveness I'm like okay yeah like how does what does that look like how do I break that down and it's kind of like if we're just going to use the example with my mom's situation it's like forgive myself because like all I ever wanted to do was help my mom like all I ever wanted to do was like create safety for her so that she felt safe to like actually open up you know, and it's just kind of like I get to forgive myself of like, hey, I tried and I relentlessly tried and like I've never stopped trying, but like you can only do so much. Right. And it's like, at what point can you like kind of just move on and like accept? And I think that that's the piece, right? It's like you acknowledge it, you see it, you gain the awareness of that's your pattern. And then you kind of like get to pause and kind of sit with it and maybe practice. And it maybe it takes you a hundred times of being triggered and projected so that you actually kind of get to see like let go like you can't let go like you can't control them so let go of it Mm -hmm. you can't change it so let go of it like you can't go back and change history so let go of it like you can't change your mom through changing this person like so let go of it Mm -hmm. right like it's like Mm -hmm. all you can do is kind of just like let go and accept this is how it was in the past this is still a soft button for you now like this is how the person's dealing with life and from there you get to create like this freedom like you get to like ah, oh, okay got it I don't have to control this okay I could just be the witness okay I feel hurt and I can move on mm-hmm. or like I can feel the hurt in my body and 
witness this woman try to figure it out too. Yeah. And I think that that's the piece. Like, and maybe that's advanced mode. Maybe it takes a thousand times trying and maybe you don't get it. I mean, I always, 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 always want to like emphasize like getting support. Like this isn't like, you, you know, we, we come from life like needing to do it alone and separately. Like this, this isn't it. Like we're getting back to like having a tribe, having a community. If you don't have that, please find a therapist. If you don't believe in therapies, you know, go, please research a life coach. Like, like get whatever you're comfortable with, get whatever kind of support. Maybe it's one friend. Start with one friend mm-hmm. who you can mm-hmm. have these conversations with. Maybe it's more podcasts or a self-help book, right? But like find some support. willingness. Yeah, yeah, some willingness to do whatever it takes to find support because I, I think in these processes and the things that we're talking about and this like deep healing, you have to understand that um, these things don't happen overnight. No. You know, I mean, th- this is a lifetime of learning and making mistakes and picking yourself back up and like really being able to like face these deep, dark things that make us uncomfortable so that we can be more balanced individuals and, you know, create harmony within ourselves so that we can give back. Um, hopefully when we reach Literally. those places. Yeah. And I want to like put it into perspective too. Like I was in the most remarkable and I'm in the like most remarkable relationship with like so much depth and so much love and unconditional, but it's like just being able to on a daily basis, just being a reflective surface of like, Hey, this is your stuff. This is your stuff. Here's your stuff again. Here it is again. There it is again. Right. And there's, when there's no willingness, it's kind of like, okay, it just needs to keep being the like, I see you for the bigger person. I see you for the better person. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not this. This isn't you. This reaction, this trigger, this projection, like, this is not you. And it's like, it doesn't change overnight. Like, you got to, again, like, have the willingness. You got to get a therapist. You got to get some support systems. Maybe, you know, whatever kind of groups it is that you need. Like, there's no shame in that. It's literally, like, no one needs to know. And, like, maybe therapy takes a month and you hate it. Switch it up. I don't know, right? Oh, my gosh. I went Fine. through so many therapists. I love like, that. Good. So many. Yes. It's because you have to find, like, a personal bond and relationship with who you're getting intimate with. If you yeah. don't like the therapist, go find another one. Right. And so, again, the same thing. It's like, what do you need to feel safe in that projection? Like, what do you need to feel safe? And is it the fact that, like, okay, it's triggering an old memory. The memory right. doesn't exist. I'm not in that situation anymore. I'm now an adult. I'm not a seven-year-old. Right, right. I can speak my truth. Yeah. I can walk out of the room. I can, you know what I mean? Well, and I think within that, what it, you're saying is, how can I show forgiveness to myself or to others? Yeah, I love that. So really, just like practicing, like meeting people where they're at and meet yourself where you're at too, because we're all trying. At the end of the day, we all just want to make it out alive. And that's survival. So make it work. You got this. If you heard that sound, you probably are eligible for insurance from Navy Mutual. Insuring the men and women of the Navy, Marines, and Coast Guard. Here's what one policyholder, retired Navy Commander Thomas Dade, had to say. Navy Mutual is the best insurance decision I ever made. I wish you had a savings plan available that earned the rates my Navy Mutual insurance has been earning. Navy Mutual Aid Association, started by military members in 1879, serves active, reserve, and retired military today. Navy Mutual honors our military by providing them affordable life insurance with the features they need without fine print, sales fees, or military service restrictions. Value, integrity, trust, and stability are the cornerstones on which our commitment to you and your loved ones are built. 
Call Navy Mutual at 1-800-628-6011 or NavyMutual.org for your personal life insurance plan consultation. 1-800-628-6011 or NavyMutual.org. Navy Mutual, insuring those who serve. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CM founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on Vin Village Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold and visit harrietlearner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. Talk to me. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. WSRadio.com. Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome to Heart Empowered Women Radio with your host, Clarice Connolly. All right, welcome back. And we just spent the first two segments talking about what are reactions how do you experience or define them and what are projections what do they look like how do they show up how can you find forgiveness to yourself and others inside of them and the next piece we want to go into is resistance i know that's a common word but how do you explain or experience resistance within yourself when you're presented with a circumstance or a situation i would explain resistance as um my children or my own personal inner child. Like I just think of somebody throwing a tantrum on the floor of like a toy store. Like I want it or I don't want to go or maybe leaving the toy store would be a better. Like when you have resistance of leaving something, you're like throwing a tantrum. I don't want it. You can't make me. But um, I mean, really what, what, what really is that? And it's, it's kind of checking out. It's, mm-hmm. it's hiding. It's, mm-hmm. uh, 
you know, tightness in the body. Like when we think of resistance, like how does it feel physically? I think of like my shoulders kind of coming forward and like me wanting to like go mm-hmm. into the fetal position a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's a energetic like F you like mm-hmm. not doing that. Uh, mm-hmm. What about like the smoke screen? Yeah, I think that it's kind of like really, um, pardon me. I think that when I think of like the smoke screen, it's like something's happening for me, but I'm going to throw up the smoke screen of like, yeah, I'm great. And I get a smile on and life's perfect. Like, don't look behind the screen or the man behind the curtain, right? Like it's, it's one of those ways that you're like totally not in alignment with what's happening. And you're just kind of like trying to like take the path of path of least resistance. So you're just like going along with it, but inside you're just like, no, yeah. you're avoiding, nope. avoiding the hard thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. So like resistance really, I'm trying to like think of an example, um, that we brought up last night. <clears throat> what do you got? <clears throat> um, I have, I don't have a specific example, but I mean, I think it's like if something is being asked that makes us feel vulnerable mm-hmm. or that we're kind of like afraid of, um, and it's the resistance is the fear of being in that place, like being mm. in the fear and being in the vulnerability. Okay. Got it. Now I yeah. thought of one for you. So it's like if you're having in a conference and you're in a room, like, you know, whatever, having conversations that make you uncomfortable. It's like being still physically in the room, but like checking out, Mm -hmm. like you're thinking Mm -hmm. about other things, like your mind's wandering, you're looking at something else. You're like resisting having the conversation. You're resisting like what's going on right there or what's happening in in front of you. Um, And it's like you're really like hiding out. Like I like that piece. So it's like really, again, we can name all of these or maybe there's so many we can't actually name them all in, in six minutes. But it's like what does resistance look like for you? You know, when when you really kind of have this moment of like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm actually I'm I'm actually not doing that. Well, you don't want to let go of control. Mm-hmm. I mean, the 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 places where I think we're most comfortable is kind of living in what we know. And when things make us fearful or vulnerable, oftentimes I think they're new. It's like kind of like how do we explore those places and go into them? Because really it's it's the death of the ego, you yeah. know? I yeah. mean, there's this big piece of it of it's it's this place we push back against, mm-hmm. but but really that's like the juicy meat of where we may have growth or we, where we may have a really big opportunity for change, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that it's like, um, there's two thoughts that just came to me when you said that. It's like my like best, my best friend, dear Ruby June, she is very like, what was that? Uh, oppositional defiance. Like when anything, like she doesn't agree with anything or when something she doesn't agree with comes up, she's just, I'm automatically going to take the opposite. Like she just like is so defiant when it's against what she believes in. And that's like how she shows resistance. Um, There's this piece of like also like when change is happening, like how do you resist change? Mm -hmm. Like put your heels down and you dig them down and then you're being dragged by, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm whatever through whatever's happening so Mm -hmm. it's like you know for me when I hear that I think of like a couple other of the women we live with is just kind of like they pretend like it's not happening right like oh she's not moving Mm -hmm. oh she's not leaving Mm -hmm. and then it's just like every time you see like oh she's she's 
She's packing. No, no, no. She's not leaving. She's not actually leaving. I'll convince her to stay. Right. And so you you kind of like deny like what's actually real, like what's what's actually happening because you're resistant in believing. And there's even the other way, too. It's just like if someone loves you so much and you don't believe it because you don't love yourself. Where do you end up? Yeah. You just end up resisting like, no, they don't love me. Here's all the reasons why they don't love me. I'm not worth loving until you actually like accept that you are lovable. Right. Right. Like you're going to continue to resist the fact that like pe- people love me. Mm-hmm. What do you mean people love me? <laughs> I hate me. Or on the other people hand of me? this, it's you could look at, um, you know, relationships being over. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I'm starting a big separation from my husband and I go back and forth all the time with like maybe it'll work out. Like may- maybe we're not really getting a divorce. Maybe this isn't toxic. But the reality is is you know, it is toxic and it is time to move on and to do bigger, better things. Um, this, this whole practice of resistance, I mean, it's, it's our souls, like wanting us mm. to look at ourselves to mm-hmm. really say, you know, like what is in our highest interest or mm-hmm. what are we running away from? I think, I think my relationship example is, is a perfect opportunity for me to really practice that pause to like, Ooh, Oh, mm-hmm. that's so heavy. Like it hurts mm-hmm. so much. It's it's something that I don't want. And it's the upheaval of 10 years in my entire family. And it's just like gut-wrenching. Like mm-hmm. I don't want this to happen. I want everything, you know, to, to work out and for it all to be like pretty and, and butterflies. But it, it makes me really, vo- I feel vulnerable even just talking about it, you know. But the reality is, is that, you know, my relationship as it stands is insanely toxic and and hurtful and not me being in alignment with, you know, my soul's purpose and and what I'm really here to do. And so it's me um, taking a look at the story behind the resistance. Like the story for me would be, I really like that picturesque, happy mom life you know like look at us we have it all together but really it's not just me who's miserable it's my husband's miserable and my kids are miserable and Mm -hmm. and nobody's happy so Mm -hmm. it's like how do we take steps to do the hard thing to allow what we're resisting to happen and Mm -hmm. you know probably come back out the other side um really better off oh my god I totally just had this like <laughs> Maybe I'm resisting feeling all the sadness and I'm just totally like projecting humor into this atmosphere right now. <laughs> Look, this is live. Um I I totally had this like the wa- the whackam whackamole mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. of like <laughs> Yeah. I'm resisting. Uh, you know, it's like the, the mole pops up and you've yeah. got the hammer and you immediately want to be like, oh, stop that. Or like, oh, whatever that is. But the mole like is the resistance. Right. But mm-hmm. so it's like, what is the mechanics underneath that mole mm-hmm. that had that pop up? Right. And what I heard and what you were saying is vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Like resistance is immediately attached to vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Like we don't want to be vulnerable. So we put up resistance. Right, and right. so it's kind of like behind the robotics of the like vulnerable trigger, like what's what's beyond that? Like what is what is the thing that the vulnerability is like protecting you from? It's like 
fear of being hurt or seen or judged or fear of being abandoned or fear of being misunderstood or like, right. So it's, it's, it's really attached to that vulnerability piece. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, I keep saying like the, the quote, the Marianne Williamson has a book like return to love. And it's just like, Oh my God, we all have vulnerability. Like, why don't we all just be vulnerable with each other? Mm -hmm. Like, but that's where it's hard, right? Like that's where because life's gone however or what way for you that it's scary to trust people, that tr- to trust to show people everything mm-hmm. and be 100% vulnerable and authentic with where you're at. And sure, you could keep living life guarded with a moat and a dog and a piranhas and 12 you know, cats 12 cats and you could have the picket fence, the barbed wire, the electric fence, the you know, right? Like or you could try yeah. the opposite, right? Like you're probably very well versed at being very, very well versed at being guarded. But like, what if you actually just tried mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you saw that like your big, scary, hairy fear isn't so scary. Yeah. You're so, vulnerable. Right, and then the right. person says, me too. Right. Whoa. 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 <laughs> we all just want to be loved. Whoa. What a concept. <laughs> Whoa. So, you know, I'm trying to make light of it because like this is a little bit of a heavier a conversation, but really like, what is it that I'm afraid of? When you find yourself in resistance, what am I afraid of? Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, normally a lack of trust, normally scary, you know, being afraid of being vulnerable, being afraid of being judged or taken advantage of or being um, hurt. Right. Yeah. And it's like, if you're damned, if you do, or you're damned, if you don't, because if you don't actually be vulnerable, then you're going to get hurt anyways because right. you're actually the one that's hurting yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So sit with that. It's pretty deep, rather intense. But really, like everyone has their fears. Everyone wants to be safe. But like we're so closed off and guarded. We're missing out on life's most wonderful experiences. And that is deep, deep, deep connection. So up next, we're really going to just dive into the last piece. So tune into what that is. Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold and visit harrietlerner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. This is Bill Gruber with BizVid Communications, a Southern California video production leader. We've been honored to sponsor, produce, write, and host many of the fine programs on WS Radio over the years. So we understand how important the internet and your website exposure are. As video producers, we know the tricks and secrets to incorporate video to increase your search engine optimization and business success. Visit bizvidcommunications.com to see what we can do for you. B-I-Z-V-I-D communications.com. Looking to be a successful entrepreneur? The virtual assistant industry continues to be a top choice for those looking to start their own business. The problem can be how to become a virtual assistant. Many turn to the Bible of the VA industry, the book, Virtual Assistant, the series. And it's the perfect guide for office managers, executive assistants, and other administrative professionals looking to make the transition from employee to successful business owner. Go to vatheseries.com to get your copy today. 
You were born to do one amazing thing, but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're in a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, then the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Olsher, the Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many people get on the right path and clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step to realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting thereinventionworkshop.com today. No more delays. No more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to thereinventionworkshop.com today. That's thereinventionworkshop.com. Cybersecurity is the fastest growing job sector. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup encourages kids to consider computer security as an interesting course of study and a valuable career path. Securing our eCity helps lead this youth competition to create interest and awareness among students and their schools. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup. Learn more at securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. Talk to me. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. WSRadio.com Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome to Heart Empowered Women Radio with your host, Clarice Connolly. All right. Welcome back. This one's going to be so great. We're going to talk about triggers while I'm so triggered. It's going to be wonderful. Um, So our last segment is triggers. What are triggers? How do we define them? What does it look like? How do we experience them? I feel like these are the easy ones. This I know. Is like, this is so fun. We're going to end it on a sweet, fun note. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I've, man, if triggers, it's like that it automatic, like, my heart's beating, like, something is bugging me. It's like that, like electric shock like oh you just did something like that affects me like Mm -hmm. okay feeling that one Mm -hmm. um this is also coming from the lizard brain and a place i feel like like, all of this is is, yeah like your logical mind doesn't actually handle any of this it's totally the reactive like lizard brain it's like still in there from caveman times i love when i say really uneducated things (laughs) All right. So triggers. Uh, So triggers, it's kind of funny. Um, I get ultra triggered around my birthday and that's coming up. Um, It's just how it goes for me. I've always um, had friends that like couldn't make it or that um, didn't show up or, you know, something fell through and birthdays trigger me. I, I, every, you know, for my whole life since it originally happened, maybe like from 13 to like 29, uh, when people don't show up, I like, it just blows me out. Of, I just get so triggered. They, they don't love me. They hate me. They don't, um, like, couldn't they just put everything aside and just cherish me for one day, you know? And I just make it this huge thing. And I like just 
discredit all these people that show up for me because like one person didn't come. And it's like every year people blow me off. I even had a huge trip to the Grand Canyon last year and I had two people flake out of four and I had to hurry up and find random people just to throw into my mix and just like have them come. And it just was like, how does this continue happening? So it's like funny because this year I'm like, yeah, nobody can blow me off. I'm just going to go with my aunt to New Zealand and she's never going to blow me off. This will be great. Totally great. And then I have this moment of like, oh, I really want to celebrate it with all of my roommates and all of my coach teammates. And it's just like, oh man, just when you think you're going to avoid it and you're resisting the opportunity to get triggered again, it's like, you're going to get triggered. But this, it's, it's from a hurt place. Like it's from like a, I don't want to make plans with someone who's known to like not be able to show up. And it's like, I want to avoid feeling that little girl that got blown off on her 13th birthday because no one came or like the girl that like got stood up on her graduation party because seven other really popular people had graduation parties in the same time, you know? So it's like that trigger for me is so deep. It's so deep. And I don't know how I keep letting it happen or how it keeps happening for me, but it's just like, I hate it. I hate it. So really like what, what do I need to look at? Like, what is there to look at? And what is my wound behind that? You know, like that's the question you want to ask yourself. Like when you start to get triggered, like what are you not looking at? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, all right, the trigger isn't about any woman or any anybody that blows me off. It's mostly actually women that trigger the shit out of me. But it's just like what, what, what about that, right? And it's just like the wound is that I've had friends that have flaked on me as a kid when I needed friends and when I needed girlfriends and when I didn't have them. So it's like that trust. I don't have the trust in women. I don't have the trust. And so it's, again, another projection, right? I'm just projecting on all women. Like their own interest is in the way and that they don't care about me. And how do I? So it's like maybe that's why I don't have very many female friends, you know, besides the wonderful house that I live in. But it's like I can keep letting my life be like that or I can actually like choose to become friends with more women and practice letting go of my projections and practice letting go of like everybody's just trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And all there is to do is trust and all there is to open yourself up and keep putting yourself out there to get let down and to like move on and to like look at it. Well, and your trigger that you were just describing is very like known and predictable, especially around your birthday. And, um, you know, that's good to recognize like kind of these big triggers around monumental events. But I mean, what about triggers that you're not expecting? Like what about when you're just going about your business and somebody cuts you off in traffic or Mm maybe road rage isn't the best example, but, (laughs) but, um, I mean, what are the things that we come across just in our day to day lives that kind of trigger us and bring us to these places of, um, you know, kind of going to these deep places that we're not expecting. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think of it, it happens to me all the time with, with my ex-husband, you know, where it, it's like, we'll have a conversation and all of a sudden I'm like wondering if he's like high or if he's drunk or, you know, and it'll mm-hmm. be like the middle of the day and I'll be like, that's not even possible. But I'm so triggered by you know like something that he said or how he's reacted to me that is just in a simple conversation that I my brain starts looping in circles Mm -hmm. I mean for me when I think of triggers I think of like 
these places where my mind starts to kind of spin out of control and go mm-hmm. on to loops of old patterns that I can't get out of. You know, yeah. it's, it's like totally. something small turns into something really extreme. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that's also what you're talking about, too, where, you know, mm-hmm. it started with like one birthday party and being left. And then like as the years progress, now it's like, you know, you could have a party of 20 people that show up for you, but your only concern is that one person who didn't. Mm-hmm. And it, it's kind of this almost... I don't want to, I want to say irrational, but it's not irrational because oh, totally. it's like, it's like very personal. It's but- like your ego is trying to gather evidence as like, yeah, see, this is why, <laughs> yeah. this is why we can't trust women. Another reason. <laughs> this is why we can't she trust. Me yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's just trying to gather evidence. That's right. all it is. Right. And it's like so predictable. Like the lizard brain is so predictable. It's so ego based. It's so survival mechanism based. Like, and it's so funny because you can be mad at yourself for it right. or annoyed or resist it, or just laugh at yourself. Like, right. oh man, I'm doing that thing again. Well, and it, it's a first line of defense too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like sometimes we're triggered in situations like uh, maybe it's something like we don't feel safe on a street, and you know, there there's like a trigger there, or something about that scenario that you've been there before mm-hmm. that is actually like really good to tune into and listen to. Um, it, it's it's really about like what can it c- provide? Like what mm-hmm. is the trigger trying to communicate? Well, I think that that's the biggest piece for that is like control, like safety. Like it's it's like when you feel like you're not in control or something's out of your control, that like promotes a trigger, right? But then it's like this perceived sense of control because control is fake. You can't actually control anything really. It's underneath that is just like safety. Yeah. It's like if you're you're feeling like you can't control um, a situation, it's like how do I make myself safe if right. I'm a victim to this situation? Right. Or like if you can't control another person, like <clears throat> maybe you become a little righteous and like tell the person like, no, 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 this is the right way to do that right, right. because I know and you're trying to manipulate them to like control, like control right. them so that then you can control your environment. Well, it becomes a choice point. It mm-hmm. becomes a point where you have to make a choice and create some awareness. And um, these triggers, these things, they're they're very easily reprogrammable. Yeah, just need willingness. Accept them for what they are. Accept them for the hurt pieces of you that you've not looked at thus far. Be willing to replace them with something. And again, like, this is not something you can do on your own. This isn't like, oh, yeah, I'm going to replace this because I said so. Nope, you're pretty attached to that because it's worked for you for 20, 30, 40 years, right? It's what do I need to look at and where is my wound? And even in this, like if you're listening to this podcast and you look at one of your triggers, maybe it is control and you look at the fact that, you know, you, you know, had a helpless childhood or something, right? Like it's like any childhood stuff like that needs like therapy, professional help like that needs really just like, what do you want to do with that? Because you can keep carrying it on and you know how it goes now. But what does change look like? What is shifting into a different way of living life with from responsibility instead of victim? So this happened so fast. If you, this is yours truly. I don't even know how to wrap it up. Thanks for listening again. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. 
Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Do you love wine, but it doesn't love you back in the morning? Then it's time to try Alcotox, the ultimate hangover cure. Alcotox is a dietary supplement that reduces the harmful side effects of alcohol and it benefits all alcohol consumers, not just those who occasionally overindulge. So now, for less than the cost of a drink, you can wake up hangover-free. To learn more, go to vinvillage.com and let Alcotox make hangovers a thing of the past. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CM founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. 